Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of The Mystical Matchmaker. I'm your hostess, Marla Martinson, and I'm so happy that you are here with me. On this podcast, we talk about all things love, light, how to live your best life ever, and today we're going to be talking about love. And if you love this podcast, please consider rating it and reviewing it on iTunes as it helps others find the show. And to show you some love, email me. And if you leave a review or give it a five stars, I will send you a gift. I'll do a mini angel reading for you. How fun is that? So my email is marla at marlamartinson.com. You can go to my website and contact me, marlamartinson.com. Also, go grab your free gift there. It's a guided self-love meditation and also an ebook with some affirmations. And today, before I bring on my guest, I just want to start with uh, a little inspiration from Louise Hay, her book, Heart Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom. Be aware that we are all pure consciousness. We are not lonely or lost or abandoned. We are one with all of life. I am pure spirit. Look within your very centered space and see the part of you that is pure spirit, pure light, pure energy. Visualize all your limitations falling away one by one until you are safe, healed, and whole. Know that no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how difficult things may be, at the center being, you are safe and you are whole. You always will be. Lifetime after lifetime, you are a shining spirit, a beautiful light. Sometimes you come to this planet and cover your light and hide it, but the light is always there. As you let those limitations go and as you recognize the true beauty of your being, you shine brilliantly. You are love. You are energy. You are spirit. You are the spirit of love shining brightly. Let your light shine. Speaking of shining lights, I'm going to tell you about my special guest today and dear friend, Zarathustra. He is an internationally known spiritual teacher and a fifth-dimensional quantum healer. And you're probably wondering what that is. He's going to tell you. But his healing and self-awakening path began at the age of 21. He studied at different schools of mysticism, such as Sufism, Buddhism, Hinduism, shamanism, all sorts of different paths. He was led to a number of profound teachers and healers, including Osho, Punjaji, uh, Papaji, Amaji, the Hugging Mother, you may have heard of her. And like the ancient prophet Zoroaster, Zarathustra, who appeared in ancient Persia 3,000 years ago, our modern-day Zarathustra, he comes from the same land and with a parallel purpose. 
he has access to that fifth dimensional quantum space, and he helps us all raise our vibration to that level of frequency. And it'll help you build a bridge to your inner wisdom, connect with that source energy. And Zarathustra has helped thousands of people from all over the world. You may have met him at uh, the Conscious Life Expo or many of his um, events that he does, not only in Los Angeles, California, and all around Europe and the world. So I'm going to bring him on right now because we're going to talk about about love. Hey, good morning, Zarathustra. Uh, good morning, Marla. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's definitely a pleasure to be with you again. Yes, we always have fun. We do a lot of shows together. You guys, if you want to see some uh, video of Zarathustra and myself on my YouTube channel, uh, you can go check that out. We have a lot of videos together talking about the third eye activation and all sorts of fun stuff. But Zarathustra, today I want to talk to the single ladies uh, because you have something very interesting I saw you do a YouTube video about, and that's called the Cinderella Syndrome. And I totally think that our society here in the West, at least maybe in other areas too, but uh, I grew up watching Disney and, and thinking that my prince was coming on a white horse one day, <laughs> sweeping me up, and I wanted <laughs> to be a princess. Uh-huh. So, 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 you know, and we'd get all excited. We'd see Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's wedding and a carriage and the horse drawn, and, oh, my gosh, what a dream. But how, talk a little bit about how that is uh, sabotaging uh, us single ladies out there. Well, the, <laughs> the reality of it is it's pure <laughs> illusion. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, it's not real. It's, it's, it's an illusion. And uh, it's just a fantasy. And, uh, and the reason for that, and I'm not saying it, it would never happen, or it, it may have happened here and there, you know, in the span of history to one or two or a few people. But Basically, the reason I say it's pure illusion is because that uh, we're brainwashed from early childhood, uh, from very mm-hmm. early time that we can uh, we start to communicate with our parents or guardians. And what happens is that uh, you have to do something positive or in the uh, from the point of view of your parents that it's positive to be rewarded. So, for example, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid and uh, I was growing up, my mother or my nanny, uh, they would tell me, oh, Zarathustra, be a good boy, eat your vitamins, you know, eat your spaghetti. And uh, then mommy would put me on her lap and kiss me and hug me and tell me what a good boy I was, that I, I did whatever they asked me to do. And so we start to get programmed automatically that love and acceptance is an object and we have to do something positive for it to receive it from someone else. So it's something that comes from outside of ourselves and it's an action you have to perform to receive it. Uh, And as Mm -hmm. you start growing up, uh, of course, the entire society, your schooling, your, uh, your, religious, uh, your religion, your, the government, uh, uh, the, the army, 
everything is reinforcing this um, issue by, for example, if you are in school and you're getting good grades or you're, a, uh, you're an athlete and you get to score the last um, goal and then your, uh, your team wins and they're applauding you and putting you up on a pedestal and, and they're telling you how great and wonderful you are. So all of a sudden you're getting the appreciation and the approval of others by your action. Uh, in the same time, if you do something which is not approved and then it's not accepted by your parents, your society, then you get to be put down or you're punished. So naturally we, uh, we begin to believe that acceptance and love is coming from somewhere else. Uh, then you're watching all these movies, love movies, and yeah. hearing all these different songs throughout your life that, oh. um, yeah, yeah the, the boy is in, in love with the girl and something happens and the girl is taken away or she has to marry somebody else and, and she's torn uh, apart from him and then he crashes and he's completely heartbroken and, and he, you know, ends up being violent or commit suicide or he's drinking oh. or smoking or whatever. <laughs> In the song, uh, oh, oh, sister, hang on. Okay, so we're talking about cultures. I know in, you know, uh, your uh, country of uh, background, Iran, where I also lived and, and got into all that culture and the songs, those, the, all, most of the Persian songs are, are just, as you described, they're really heartbreaking love songs, <laughs> even, even yeah, more dramatic than the, the, the ones over here, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, this, it pretty much runs into all the cultures. And you, you yeah. can listen to a lot of, um, um, a, a lot of country music and uh, you, oh, yeah. you hear it yeah. there, right? Yeah. You see a lot of rock music. It, it's there, you know, it's degree of um, how exaggerated it is. It may be different. It's flavor, mm -hmm. taste is different. But basically, it's referring to that because you lost the person that you're in love with, now you're broken. And, right. And you're, yeah, exactly. So naturally, we start to project this on that, okay, I'm in love with a person, and once that person is no longer with me or they're rejecting me, then I, I'm heartbroken. And therefore, I suffer. Okay. So, right. so this is an illusion, and it's not real. And the reason for that is the love that we experience is really not coming from someone else or something else. That love that we do experience is our own divinity, and it, it's always here. And the other person who we connect with is not is simply mirroring what's within ourselves. So they trigger the love that is eternal and it's within our own hearts to shine and we begin to experience it. But since we've been programmed to project it from childhood, that it's coming from somewhere else, naturally we believe that if that person is gone or the situation changes, we also lose the love that we're experiencing. 
So right. that's why yeah. I'm saying and, that. Yeah, that's uh-huh. why I say the whole thing is an illusion. It's not real. Yeah, and um, so when people are in bad relationships, well, we say bad, but but relationships that aren't working, that are miserable, that are abusive, whatever, that person is. It's because it's interesting. Just speak a little bit about that because there are a lot of. Now we're talking women here. It goes both ways, but. Today's kind of, we're talking about Cinderella. Uh, So there'll be a lot of women who will get into these abusive relationships that kind of play the victim, like, oh, my gosh, he's treating me so bad, or I'm being where um, in reality we are, they are mirroring us, and that's the frequency that we are holding, so that's what we're bringing to us. So just talk, I always like to have have women take some responsibility for their choices and um, talk a little bit about that, about that frequency and, and attracting. Okay. So, <clears throat> I mean, th- this whole thing that you just brought up, it goes deeper and it's coming, its roots are coming from a different place. And mm-hmm. and I can, di- I can dissect that and explain it to you that why it, we do come to this place is number one, mm-hmm. that when you're talking about some of these women, they're in this abusive relationship. And uh, there's two different things. Is One is how come they stay in this abusive relationship. And right. even after they, they move on from one man and then they just jump into or they go into another relationship, which is very similar to that one. Correct? Yes. You know, it's yes, like, a, absolutely. It's like mm-hmm. a, yeah. And it keeps repeating itself, the cycle. Right. So, so, um, so that's one part. Another part is how do we get into this thing to begin with? You know, there's, yeah. uh, Okay. So (laughs) the, the, the very main reason, uh, which when you just keep going back into the very root is that when uh, the child is born, their only outlet to the outside world is through their parents. Let's say hypothetically there are parents around, okay? So it's mm-hmm. not a single mother or a single dad. We're, we're just, you know, I'm just using a, um, I know these days everything has changed, but I'm just using for, for the sake of the uh, discussion, I'm just putting it in this way that there, there are parents around, okay? Right. So, Okay. So that is, you know, typically that is going to work and mom is nursing the child. Now, the child is helpless, cannot feed itself. It cannot uh, clothe itself. It cannot, if it's cold, if the baby is cold or, or, or hot or whatever is hungry, it has no power and no way of communicating it except crying. So it's mm-hmm. only protection. It's only outlet to the outside world is through uh, baby's parents. Now, and the parents, they become like God. They're, they're the baby's savior, and, and it's their uh, a lifeline, basically. That's what it becomes, the lifeline of the child. Okay. Until the child gets to some kind of age that can communicate or take care of himself or herself. But at, first of all, in today's world, is that the parents can't be with the child 24-7 a day. 24, you know, they can't 
be hugging or holding the baby all the time. So that is working. Mm -hmm. Mom is cooking. She's shopping. She's answering the phone. She's taking a nap. She has to take care of herself as well. So there there are many moments that the the child is left out uh, by himself or herself. And the moments that the baby wakes up and nobody's there to pick up the baby or change the baby or hug the baby. So, so what happens is there's the first imprint that is being provided on a child is that the child feels abandoned. The mm-hmm. baby wakes up, nobody's in a room, the baby gets scared, no one's there to hold the baby. And, you know, maybe let's five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, whatever is the situation. And, we, you know, circumstances, they vary. And there's moments that the baby is completely left out and the baby starts to get scared and feels abandoned. So there is an abandonment uh, issue that begins from very early childhood. And it's an imprint okay. our, our uh-huh, on our psyche. Yeah. Now, after that, what happens is that is going to determine every decision we make for the rest of our lives because we all wow. experience getting abandoned in the very roots of, of our being. And yeah. what happens is, right, exactly, you, you've been left out at one point. Right. The seed is already there. It's already planted there. So now what happens is in many, many uh, human beings, it turns to anger and hate. So unconsciously, mm. we sort of hate our parents. Then it mm-hmm. turns to hate because yeah. they, they left us out. You know, mm-hmm. you've been left out. Now, let's say this gets reinforced in future, and let's say you're in a, in a marriage or what, uh, the parents, they divorce. As you can see nowadays, there's going to be a lot of single parents. Um, they divorce, they get separated, or it was a single mom from the beginning or a single dad. So the baby mm-hmm. is definitely going to be, this abandonment is going to get reimbo- reinforced more and more and more, especially if the parents separate. The kids get shipped to here and there, and they, so the seed is growing, and the feeling that they hate their parents and they're not good enough is already uh, developing unconsciously. This is happening in your Mm -hmm. subconscious. Now, this leads to all kinds of abusive relationships because later on, that you are talking about some of these women that. They're in in a abusive relationship is basically the fear of being abandoned is there, so they remain in right. this abusive relationship even though it's abusive, even though they say they hate they hate it and they want to change or their partner is beating them up or whatever is is abusing them verbally, but they don't go and they don't leave is right. because of the fear of being abandoned. Wow, so, that's, that's fascinating. That, and even if it's just mildly miserable, it doesn't even have to be that extreme that you're getting beat up. We, we, we tend to stay, even if it's just not working that well. 
because of that. That is so fascinating, Zarathustra, that it goes back in all of us because you do wonder why it's so prevalent that we have all of us. I mean, it's happened to me. It's happened to all my friends that why uh, when we're in a situation is just not, you know, it's really not right, but we just can't let go. And um, so that's fascinating to know that it's, it's been imprinted since um, infancy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So <laughs> it's so interesting when have, you start to see it. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, it's interesting when you start to see it. Now, uh, cleaning it up, this is only a half-hour show, so we probably can't get into all of how we can clear that up. But what's some basic uh, tips? I mean, I know going into the silence, tell us uh, in a nutshell a couple of things we can we can do. And then I want to hear about your training program that you have for people who are in the California area right. next weekend. Right. Well, number one is to become aware of this. So the moment you become aware of this and you start to look at it and then you yeah. trace it back to your early stages of your life and then you see that most of the decisions in your life that you're making is, is rooted in, on this issue. It's coming from this place. You know, yeah. mo- most of the decisions, the major decisions you're going to be making is coming from this place. Is coming okay. from, uh, one, yeah, exactly. Whether it's a business decision or um, a relationship you have with your children, parents, uh, your work, your coworkers, your boss, whatever it is, it's coming from that place, a deep fear of being abandoned. And uh, mm-hmm. so you start to see it. And when you start to see it, awareness is coming. And you can see the unconscious behavior and as you become aware of it, if you're sincere and you're working on yourself, then the pattern begins to break. And uh, things start to change because not awareness is here. So that, that's the number one thing we need to do. But, you know, it does require us to be really honest with ourselves and to go into this thing. As you go deeper inside of it, a lot of fear starts to rise. So... And we all have a tendency, uh, or at least it's cultural, that we like to blame other people for what is going on with ourselves. And it does require someone very honest to start taking responsibility for what is happening to them and not projecting it and pointing out that they're a victim and start changing things. Right. That's key. That is Uh, key. That is, such, yeah. that is the key is that number one is we, we must understand that anyone who comes in our lives, no matter how horrible of a thing they've done to us, it is a part of our, our agreement of coming to this life to learn a certain type of lessons. And mm-hmm. so if, you, if someone is able to switch their vision and they start to see that everything – Everything, no matter how bad it's been, that has happened to me in my life. And I'm going to take it and say thank you for this teaching. That made me become who I am today. I appreciate that experience. I'm not a victim. You came to my life. You did this horrible thing to me. It was only for me to learn this teaching to make me grow and evolve to a higher level of consciousness. I thank you for that, and I move on. So I'm not a victim. 
and that will change our lives. Yeah, exactly. That will change our lives. But there is a huge a cultural addiction to remain to be the victim and point fingers at other people for our own uh, whatever experiences that we go through. So that it does require honesty with ourselves. So, so wow. that's that. On All that right. note, thank you. Yes, thank you for unpacking you're that. You're welcome. And then, and then, um, so everybody, I want to share uh, what Zarathustra is doing because I have been certified by Zarathustra in fifth dimensional quantum healing. I've, I've attended many of his workshops and classes and they are so wonderful and transformational. And I am also going to be at his uh, uh, workshop next week. So if you happen to be in the Southern California, the Los Angeles area, you can go on his website, which uh, is linked up back at blog talk radio, but it's Zarathustra.tv and find out about it. But tell us, uh, what, what you're doing, what kind of workshop it, it's going to be next, um, next Saturday, which is what, what's the date? Today is, we're in April 2019. We're in April 6th right now. So next, next Saturday. So yeah, tell us next, about uh, it. Next week, yeah, next, uh, next weekend, uh, April 13th and 14th, here in Los Angeles, I'm offering my uh, uh, 5D quantum healing training program level one. So I'm teaching that, and we're, we're still having some early bird uh, available for those uh, discounted seats. For those who are interested, they can contact me. Uh, my website is zaratustra.tv, and uh, they can uh, go to the list of the schedule of my events and read about the event and get more information, or they can contact us directly, and we'll be happy to help them. Uh, so my healing training program level one will be on April 13th and 14th. On mm-hmm. May, uh, on April 20th, I have a one-day workshop in Long Beach, and that the title of the workshop is a Return to Love, and that mm-hmm. workshop is going to be addressing very what we were talking about today. And I will be helping. Um, uh, I will be helping uh, the participants of recognizing that the true love is coming from within ourselves, and uh, taking them one step at a time and giving them tools to be able to feel this love that is always here w- within us, and it's always available to us. So. Uh, it, it's it's very effective. It's very comprehensive, even though it's one day, but we go very deep and everybody will get the tools that they need to discover the love that is within themselves. And also I will help them to realize and recognize the illusion that we've been caught into all of our lives. Beautiful. You're doing such uh, powerful work out there, Zarathustra. And, um, Thank you for dropping in with me. And so Zarathustra is going to be co-hosting with me um, quite often whenever he's in town. We're going to do some more of these. Uh, He's also off to Europe um, soon to do some workshops, but uh, tune in for more. And uh, much love, everybody. Thanks for stopping by, Zarathustra. Well, thank you very much for having me, Marla. I really appreciate it. Oh, one last thing before we run out of time. 
is that every Wednesday uh, until when I leave uh, here in Los Angeles, I'm offering uh, a, a talk. It's called 5D Quantum Talk Series at a location called Gateway the Portal. And every Thursday at another place in um, Long Beach, it's called the Healing Key. And these are free events. They're for two hours from 7.30 till 9.30 p.m. And it's uh, open to everyone. All right, great. So we hope to see you at one of those, everybody. Much love until next time. Bye now. Thank you, Marla. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.